Hello, hello, beautiful people. Scott Sports Network. My name is Scott. Thank you for tuning in to episode 38 of Scott Scoop. Very exciting episode today. I think we're covering four different sports leagues, which is like more than normal. So let's just jump right into it, starting with the NFL and the NFL news. Um, apparently as of today, Joe Douglas is taking calls on Sam Darnold. Good. I think that the number two overall pick that they own should be pretty set, cut and dry unless the Jaguars intend to do something drastic and unforeseen, um, and not taking Trevor Lawrence. I think that the Jets should absolutely take Zach Wilson and move off of Sam Darnold, see what you can get for him. Because I do think that he's still a valuable player in the league, being a young quarterback, being that former top five pick, um, I think that a lot of teams could talk themselves into chalking up some of his misfortune for just a misfortunate situation. Um, so get a second, get a third for him, get whatever you can for him and move forward with your new regime, your new coach, your new offensive coordinator, um, get Joe Douglas into a system that he feels like comfortable with and, um, let him start building the team. Yeah. Um, there are rumors of big, big cuts being made in the next couple weeks. And um, there's supposed to be cuts that have like never been seen before. The biggest cuts of all, these are Trump kind of cuts. Um, anyways, apparently Kyle Rudolph got cut yesterday along with Henry Anderson, the D lineman from the Jets. Um, Rudolph has kind of been phased out of the offense very slowly. I think that the Vikings are looking to move towards their young tight end, Irv Smith, who's probably a bit more athletic, can do a little bit more in the receiving game. Um, less of a blocker and less of a vet than Rudolph, obviously, and Rudolph is already drawing interest from other teams, and I think it's just a, a good mutual split, honestly, at that point, and I think that Anderson is a very competent D lineman, but they saved the Jets about $8 million in uh, cap space, so just a logical move by them. He'll find a spot on the roster somewhere. Um Weston Rich- Richburg, the center for my San Francisco 49ers, has got just way too many in- injury issues to even count. Um, he's going to be cut in July because he just probably can't come back this year, and that move is going to save the Niners about $8 million in cap space, which is vital considering some of the people that they want to re-sign. Um, so recently, as of just this weekend, uh, me and my housemates decided to pick hockey teams to cheer on and root for. So I just wanted to give a shout out to my Pittsburgh Penguins for beating the Philadelphia Flyers last night. Uh, Tristan Jari and Nett saved 40 shots. Um, so 40 for 42 is just an excellent number. And uh, Kasperi Kapanen uh, chipped in with two goals in the 5-2 to two win. So way to go, Penguins. Keep on pushing. Um, next up, I want to talk about some college basketball, actually, because there were two massive, massive games yesterday um, that are going to decide who gets those number one overall seats. Um, the first one is in the Big Ten. It was between Illinois and Michigan. Number four, Illinois placed number two, Michigan, and Illinois blew them out of the water. They won by 23 by a score of 76 to 53, um, led by Trent Frazier's 22 points. Um, this Michigan team was just on a roll, and it did not look like they could be stopped, but I mean... That's a pretty big trouncing, definitely cast out on their uh, their candidacy for a number one overall seed. And Illinois, with this victory, um, it's tough to see them not getting a number one overall seed, obviously pending what they do in the Big Ten tournament coming up here. Next up in the Big 12, number three Baylor played number six West Virginia, and they beat them 94-89 to in overtime. Huge, huge game. 
Um, Sherman for uh, West Virginia, 26 points off the bench. Deuce McBride for West Virginia, 19 points, 8 assists, 4 stocks, but it wasn't enough to beat the Baylor Bears, who... For like most of the season, they look like the clear number two team. I think Gonzaga has that number one, number one seed locked up. But Baylor's looked awesome, and they bring back a lot of like older guards that are starting to like get into their groove and get into their stuff. Uh, Jared Butler chipped in with twenty five points today. It was a big game for him. Davion Mitchell had twenty in the win as well. I'm really looking forward to seeing this Baylor team come uh, NCAA tournament time because I think that they're gonna be. Um, like a Baylor versus Gonzaga national championship would just be a sight to behold. What a game that would be. Um, next up, I want to recap just my three favorite games from the NBA last night. There were six in total, but, um, only three really drew much interest from me. Uh, the first one being Memphis trouncing, uh, the Washington Wizards 125 to 111. Jaw had a massive 90 at 35 points and assists. Um, Dylan Brooks and DeAnthony Melton each chipped in with 20 points. This Memphis team, I mean, they're pesky, they're fighting, and they're so deep, man. I mean, they just draft, like, competent, competent role players every single draft, and it's just worked out to a point where the, like, 7th, 8th, ninth, 10th man on their roster is on a cost-controlled deal, he's a smart player, he knows his role. Like, this is just such a, just a well-run organization, and they're doing all of this. They're in a playoff seed with an a, about 500 record, um, without Jaron Jackson Jr., who is arguably their second-best player. So props to Memphis, and, I mean, keep on doing that. For the Wizards, Beal and Russ both had 23 points, but they also combined for 14 turnovers. Um, Russell Westbrook had 15 assists on the night. Um, this Wizards team, is it, it looked like they were starting to have a bit of a semblance of success, and I do think that they could push for potentially the 10th seed, but, I mean... They're kind of going nowhere fast, honestly. They're kind of going nowhere fast. Boston got back on track against the Clippers last night. 117-112 to 112 was their victory. The Clippers were playing without Paul, um, Kawhi Leonard, but still, a win is a win for Boston, and it's good to see like competent bench performances from Robert Williams. You got a 4-7 from 3 from Peyton Pritchard. You need this type of stuff, and if you want to be able to win if you're the Boston Celtics, um, and you need performances like 25 points from Kemba Walker, that's what you're paying him to do, and like he... Kemba's had a tough year, honestly. He's been banged up by injuries, but some of the the performances that he's put in have just been not him at all, not what we've seen throughout his NBA career. Um, Jalen Brown continued his decent year. He had 18 points. Way to go, All-Star. Paul George had 32 points in the loss, and Reggie Jackson showed a lot of flashes considering he dropped 25 points. Lastly, we have the Phoenix Suns beating the LA Lakers 114 to 104. Devin Booker was just erroneously ejected in this game. It was um the refs have been something else this year, man. The refs have been something else and they need some sort of reality check. I understand that the players are um in less crowded arenas so that the refs can probably hear them a little bit better and um the players should be showing some semblance of respect towards the referees, but it goes both ways. It does go both ways. And when you're ejecting Booker over that, I mean, you're just, you're just drawing at straws, in my opinion. Um, big game, big team game, honestly, from Phoenix. They had Jay Crowder, uh, Mikhail Bridges, DeAndre Ayton, Devin Booker, and Dario Saric each go for 15 plus. No one scored more than 21 on their team. Chris Paul took four shots, still had a big impact on the game. He had 10 assists um, and just did his normal Chris Paul thing. 
LeBron had 38 on the night, and that is the kind of backstory. <laughs> um, but th- this Lakers team, I think they'll be they'll be fine. They just need to keep um, picking up victories where they can. The Suns team is good, man. They, they just moved into the second seed in the West, and it's going to be interesting to see how that kind of shakes out because um, out of the Jazz, the Clippers, and the Lakers for that top four in the West, you probably want to play the Suns in the first round. Um, just considering you definitely don't want to play the Lakers, don't want to play the Clippers, just considering their, um, their depth and their overall star talent and the fact that they've been there before and the Jazz are just kind of a team that's clicking on all cylinders and it's tough to see, um, I, I think that if they played a team like Phoenix and the Jazz would have a very good chance of winning, I'd probably bet on them. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see how the Western Conference shakes out in general And yeah, that is my show for today. Scott Scoop episode number 38. I'll be back again tomorrow with episode number 39. And I hope you'll join me then. Until then, as always, remember to hype up your friends. Tell your mom, your family, your brother, your sister, your dad. Tell someone you love that you love them. And enjoy the day because it's going to be a great one. Peace. (laughs) Peace.